some tips for you about how to bring yourself into the centre of the system and how to take care of yourself even while you are leading within a system. And treating yourself as an adult, as a consumer and a human being, taking control, whether you're a self-employed, a freelancer or an employee, it's out of date to think that someone else is going to manage your career, manage your life for you. Welcome to Refreshing Leadership, the show where we give permission for you to be human first and foremost by bringing to life the incredible nervous system in action and the psychology of how we can move from surviving to thriving and even flourishing. Together, we go behind the scenes to this engine room of self-leadership, leading in your family, community and organisation by debunking old toxic approaches to leadership and instead demystifying it with practical and relatable conversations. I'm Kate Brassington, coaching psychologist, trauma-informed leadership coach, your guide and companion on this journey together. Hey everybody, welcome back to this episode of Refreshing Leadership. Um, Today, I'm going to talk to you about systems-inspired leadership. Um, I've talked a lot um, over the last few months about trauma and nervous system and responses, and that's all very much focusing on the individual. Um, But what I haven't really done yet is take us out to a more macro view and have a look at systems. So this is um, a whole fun area. So I'm going to describe a bit to you about what system theory is and how it is super relevant and I why I think it is one of the most fun theories um, and up to date, like its application is becoming more and more relevant um, in the modern day. And then some tips for you about how to bring yourself into the centre of the system and how to take care of yourself even while you are leading within a system. Um, And treating yourself as an adult, as a consumer and a human being, which is uh, taking a leaf out of HR Disrupted book by Lucy Adams. Um, And really um, taking control, whether you're a self-employed, a freelancer or an employee, um, what you, it's out of date to think that someone else is going to manage your career, manage your life for you. And um, in fact, when you have a systems view, um, it becomes much easier to find yourself and plot your path. So without further ado, um, I first trained in systems theory a billion years ago when I first trained as a couple counsellor and um, and I loved it. Um, it was not, I was more familiar with psychodynamic, which we then went on to do in our second module. Um, but systems theory really opened my eyes to the interconnectedness of all things. And I realised that there is a bit of a, uh, a fallacy, a critique um, of modern day psychology um, as it began with Freud and Jung and so on, is that um, we, the focus was entirely on the individual. There was no focus on the context and as we know now, it's super um, trauma-informed and super um, diversity and inclusion-aware is that, of course, um, we we miss so much when we just look at the individual instead of um, having a much more social approach to viewing what is going on around in the society, literally around the scaffolding around that person. How come they're stressed? How come they are poor? How come they are not thriving? How come all this stuff is happening to them? or not. 
Um, and so the system is super fascinating. But aside from getting the rough idea, how do you actually take yourself, like, what? how do you do that? Um, so there's three levels, um, and I've worked um, with a few different models um, for my uh, for my research paper that I published with Tim Lomas. I used the life model, which is mega complicated, got loads, four different quadrants. Um, and in the main, it um, talks about your um, yourself in a completely different way, um, in a way that you wouldn't perhaps have thought. So... Um, it breaks us down into individuals and collective. And at an individual level, we can be sub broken down into mind and body, which is where the mind is how we think about ourselves and the body is the structures that we, we live in that house our mind. Um, and at a collective level, then we have culture and society. Culture is how society is how organizations and groups think about themselves. And society is the structures, the scaffolding that supports that. And this very simple, very complicated simultaneously model is uh, you can zoom it in or out. So you can go right down to the level of one and right out to the level of universe. Um, and that's a uh, it, it's um, great for research. It's not very practical for everyday use, in my opinion. Um, a model that I've been working with recently is um, put forward by for systems-inspired leadership um, from Marita Fridjon, um, and I'm on a training at the minute with her. And she just has much more simple three levels of system, me, we, and they. And that's the one I would just going to work with today. To I think it's much more, when you're down the shop later on today and you think about me, we, and they, you'll just remember it easily, whereas the whole other one's a bit wordy. So these, it, imagining concentric circles, starting with me and then a bigger circle around you with we, and then a bigger circle around you with they. And at each level, you can get more detail and you could fit in layers inside of that. So for example, inside we, this could be your family, your community, um, your CrossFit sports club or tennis club, some other um, closed community like that. Um, your Any organisation or group where you think of yourselves as we. Um, parents at the school gate is a big one. Um, but then today I was at a meeting of um, neurodivergent parents um, at the schools or a neurodivergent interest group. And so then we were we. Um, also, the parent body as a whole is a we. Um, so you can really take we out just from your team within your organisation right out to your actual organisation. And then there is they. And that's everything that you wouldn't really think of as we, that it's somehow bigger than we. So you've got to just the beauty is in the eye of the beholder, so you you decide. Um, but you, um, so they, so the government, the council, um, the organisation. Sometimes the so this is depending on the different levels that you're working with. For example, sometimes from walking talking with parents, then school becomes they. <laughs> so you know the, these circles are quite malleable and flexible, depending on the context. And this is the so important thing about systems inspired anything, is that it's really attentive to the context. It's not. It doesn't hold that all the issues are in the eye of the beholder. It holds that all the issues are out there. Um, so when you are thinking for yourself, um, a systems-based leader, what kind of modes or ways of thinking are really could be helpful to you? 
Um, the one that I really like is bringing in strengths. Um, and when you think about the strengths, now you've got to be able to, or you've got to, here's what you do. <laughs> um, think in these three levels. So first of all, for the me level, thinking about your strengths. Now, this is super easy to do. A lot of people that work with me will do the values in action questionnaire. We're looking at character strengths. This isn't um, strengths such as I'm good at maths. This is strengths in character such as determination, love, uh, humanity, um, judgment, compassion. So you you get to know yourself really well, but you can also note the strengths in others, in the we. And that is really interesting. Um, you can actually, you could draw up a list of the top 10 strengths of character that are in the grouping around you that you would consider we. So let's say you're um, leading a team in a workplace. So what are the strengths of that team? What are the strengths in your family? What are the, are the strengths in your um, parent affinity group at school? And then going up to the next level, they. Now, this could be at the level of the organisation, or it could be much bigger. This organisation to organisation kind of level, um, and can also be right out to um, so the communities that you live in, the societies such as um, or nations, or country to country, or <laughs> global, or universe, or so. So it can it's it's expandable. But again, thinking about the strengths in that element that you are thinking of as they, whatever they is. Um, and really allowing yourself then to ask yourself some key questions. What are the top strengths that you value in a leader, in a leader in, in any of these levels? And what are your own top strengths? Um, what Now, the spoiler alert is that your own top strengths are very invisible to you. And I think that top the top strengths across the board, and there's some research that came out last year that supports this, um, that people are most likely to not even mention or to disregard their own top strengths, their highest strengths, simply because they come easily. And we do have a bit of a culture in the West where unless you've worked jolly hard at something um, to overcome your weaknesses and close your gaps and all of that thing, then it probably um, wasn't worth it or didn't really exist. It's just a fluke or something like that. So we don't have a very powerful way of looking at um, what are the strengths that come easily and naturally to us. But that's a really important piece of work to do. So um, it, in some types of 360 feedback, this is a great way of you getting feedback from the world around you that says, ah, these are your strengths. This is what your what comes naturally to you, um, what you excel at. It's just how you present to the world. And that can be really empowering and really affirming. Um, so in this just mini, this little podcast now, I'm just thinking in terms of what are your next steps then? Knowing you is one thing, growing you is the next one. So you're growing me, you're growing we. And could you be so bold as to grow they? And this is um, where we're at in the Systems Inspired Leadership Training, which is really beginning to think, not even along the lines of what are we as coaches or what are we um, amongst our clients and so what are all our clients doing, but what is the quantum? What is the bigger ripple effect? What is something that we may we may not even see? Um, and so that my throwdown to you is, first of all, knowing and then growing. 
at these three levels, me, we, and they. Um, and a little cute little thing to just chuck in is, um, folks, manage your own career. Don't wait for someone else to do it for you. Um, it comes through in HR Disrupted by Lucy Adams. I remember listening to an HR director talk about it several years ago, where they just said, people stop expecting your career to be managed. Step up and do it yourself. And I found it very empowering at the time and, and promptly set off on the self-employed journey that I'm on to this day. Um, it doesn't mean that everyone is self-employed, but you're still captain of your own ship. You're steering your own course. And I think that there's something really powerful when you adult yourself. Um, in the HR Disrupted book, she talks about employer mom and employer dad. And it's like this transactional analysis kind of approach where you they are the adults and you are the child and you are waiting to be have, you know, inform be be told, be told down to. Um, and in fact, if you if you adult yourself, um, and senior leaders get to do this more easily, but even at wh whatever level you're at, adulting yourself and thinking, what can I grow me? How can I grow we? How can I grow they? What are my strengths? What are and take control for yourself? Super empowering. Um thinking of yourself as a consumer. Um, so these are employees as adults, consumers, and human beings, first and foremost. And you're really thinking, not what suits me as a consumer, but um as a valid part of the cycle. If shops didn't have any consumers to go into, then they would close down. If we take money or we um, get employed by an organisation, there's something in it for us as well. If you're a self-employed sole trader like me or running a small business, there's something in it for you. And so thinking of yourself as a consumer um, can really be very empowering. What? And again, it's strengths-based. So what are your values? What do you value? Um, what should your strengths be used for next? And the human beings, I think, is a real lovely vulnerability piece that she brings out in HR Disrupted. Now, the book was published in 2013. So it's um, getting, getting on a bit now, getting, getting older. Um, and I think we've really moved on into the concepts of psychological safety and mental health first aid. But even that humility or vulnerability around leadership um, is such a powerful piece. So if you're thinking of yourself as a human being first, do you castigate yourself and set yourself unachievable standards and beat yourself up? Or do you cut yourself some slack? And as per my last um, solo podcast episode, do you, do you temper your empathy and train your compassion even around yourself? Um, and, and you can do that at these different levels as well. So the human beings that are me, then the human beings at the we level, what are your, where's your compassion and your vulnerability at those levels and also at they? Um, and is this just <laughs> thinking of the whole world as human beings just really um, speaks to that um, Rutger Bregman humankind approach, which is just humans are basically good in their nature. So, Pulling all that together for you, um, just a little blast on strengths-based leadership and systems-inspired leadership. Um, I invite you to draw three circles, me, we, and they, um, the ever bigger ones going outwards, and, um, and thinking, first of all, how can I know me, know we, and know they through the lens of strengths? And then how can I grow me, we, and they? Do let me know how you get on. Um, and I'm available for 
some limited one-to-one work this year. I'm about to start entering into doing quite a lot of research um, for a research paper. Um, so I've got um, a couple more spaces for one-to-ones um, and some organisation work as well. So get in touch if you think you want your name down to be next. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. While I'm here, did you know that I work one-to-one with people who are ready to make change for the better for themselves or others? And can I make a plea for our leaders who are especially under pressure, not only to balance their own mental health, but leading balanced and thriving teams? The fallout of the pandemic and the increasing economic pressures have made this a really great area for mental health worldwide. And the burden is falling on our leaders and managers. If you'd like to ease suffering and get the fun back, rebuilding resilience and lasting mental health in yourself or your team, remember that healthy financial results and great business performance can only come from high-performing people who are in top condition to thrive. Let me help you help your people now. Get in touch and let's start the conversation.